When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Everybody and welcome to episode 22 of the Carlton Show. Great to be with you, Andy Mar, Paul Barbaza, and Stephen Purdle after another one of those weekends as Carlton supporter for Carlton supporters. Hello, Bagsy. Uh, g'day, Andy. Bon compleanno a te. Bon compleanno a te. Bon compleanno, Kumba Andy. Bon compleanno a te. Oh, wow. Grazie, grazie. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know in that voice? That was magnificent. Thank you, mate. Thank yeah, you, mate. Yeah, yeah. I like my opera. Yeah. Couple of Happy days ago. birthday, Thank you. Diamond. Yeah, we yeah. could have got the result. 21 points yeah. the other way. It might have been a much better day than it was. Uh, thank you, Paul, for that. No that was beautiful. Um, how are you, Gek, man? Oh, not bad. Not oh, bad. he's had to work today. Time. He's had to work today. And have a listen to him. Doesn't he cut up right when he has to work this place? Oh, it's a long shift. Oh, you poor bug. You've had to do a full, like yeah, a full day. Uh, full Gee, day. You poor bugger. First one in a month. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just stressed because I haven't been able to watch the game. <laughs> hey, we're here thanks to Black Velvet Coffee again. The, I, 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 I mean, I'm on. Yeah, if me too. I'm on. Yep. It is delicious. Yep. I wasn't bullshitting. Mate, the voodoo child is the go. It is, it's delicious. It's absolutely delicious. We've had our sample, and not our sample, we've purchased ours, taken advantage of the fantastic offer that Darren and Jackie uh, have given everybody who listens to the Carlton Show the opportunity to access 10% off all online orders. Uh, use the discount code Carlton Show. Simply log on to blackvelvetcoffee.com.au to start your Black Velvet experience. It is Bloody beautiful. When you see that beautiful gold crema come out of the oh, coffee machine. It's delicious. And it just gets up your nose and it, in your taste buds. You just think, I'm home. That's this is, it. This is where I want to be. That's it. Just lay back, swoosh it back. Beautiful. <laughs> and then let nature take, take its course after that's that. That's it. <laughs> uh, number 22, episode Ooh, 22. Gee, we've been well represented. The number 22 jumper. Can we go like, uh, we won't go to the major one. Can we go to the honourable mentions? Yeah, of course you can. Yeah. Uh, Frosty Miller. Why wouldn't you? What? That no, wasn't the Frosty Miller. It was him. What? Yeah. Danny Dong Frosty yeah, Miller. Yeah, it's Frosty Miller. Are you yeah. serious? You play for Carlton, mate. You're kidding me. Yeah. How'd Jim, you find this out? Jim Frosty Miller. He went down to Carlton for a little while. He had a bung knee. Yeah, Jim Frosty Miller. I had no idea about that. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's him. That's frosty, all right. Don't worry oh, about mid sixties. Oh yeah, I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna yeah. throw. Well, yeah. I'm gonna. Yeah, th- he, went, he was a young fella, and then he had the bung knee. And yeah. Goes to Danny Nong. But I was watching the vet Danny Nong in the late seventies, and Frosty Miller was kicking goals in the late seventies. Uh, not about late seventies, but certainly middle, middle to middle to. I think he probably finished at about seventy seven or something. Oh, like did that. he? Okay, right. Yeah, old Frosty. All right. And before you go on, I'm gonna throw a, a yep. trivia question at you on the number twenty two. What Current day AFL player, father, what 
player's father played for Carlton for one game in 1975. Hang on. And so a current day player, his dad played for Carlton, wore the number 22 and played one game. Correcto. 1975. Current day player? Not, not, he's obviously not playing for Carlton. Oh, Brett Delidio's old man. Wayne Delidio. Wayne Delidio. Ah, yes, yes. I yes. did see the name and I thought, yes. I wonder if that was a relation. It's his old man. Was there, there you go. There you go. He doesn't come to us under the father, son. We, we're just 99 shy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ian Aiken. Yeah, but yep. Yeah, yep. Beezer. Yeah, yep. yeah. Current uh, coach of the development uh, team. Is he? Yeah, yeah Northern okay. Blues. Uh, Glenn Manton, the Bolt. Mm-hmm. He's got something in common with the, with the coach, current coach. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Rob, Robert Clippity Clomp. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, 79 82 grand final. Won a TV from that famous. Uh, Louis. Not Louis Lily. Uh, so, Turkey Tom Carroll. Oh, you've gone past one. If you're going back. No, 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 time. no. I've got another one. I've got another yeah, one. Neil Chandler. You've gone. You've you've still gone past him. Have I? Warren Ralph. Was he 22? Warren mm. Ralph wore number 22. Yeah, I did go was. past him. Sorry. Uh, can I give you the trivia know. question about Warren Ralph? Go for it. WA boy, yeah. You? Outside of outside of what he did for us uh, on, what a kick six or seven on debut or eight, more, eight on debut. Um, one tats lotto, did he? One tats first div. How much? Oh, lots. Eight hundred Eight hundred grand. Just shy of nine hundred yeah, grand. But back when it was probably worth about in, in today's, it'd be worth about four mil. What, mm. what year was that? Eighty-eight. Eighty-eight. Eight hundred. Could have bet he would have bought about sixteen houses. Oh no, you wouldn't have set him up for life, mate. No wonder he didn't play anymore. No, I think he'd finish by then. Had he? Yeah. Mm, I didn't get in the sling. Um Well, how well did you know him? A little. Uh Neil Chandler. Yeah, good player. You know, Neil Chandler, they I wrote I read a little bit about him today on that, that uh website. Blue Zoom. Oh, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. fantastic. Um He he played in the sixty eight grand finals as a nineteen year old. Correct. He played his first game in 68, uh, round 14, made the 68 grand final, played in the 70 on the bench with Teddy Hopkins, mm-hmm. came on late in the game, and then played in the 72 as well. They had him down as great team player. Yeah. Oh, I reckon that's great. Yeah. You know, like yeah. a great team player. I'd love to be known as a great team player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, he, he got three winning premierships in a Huge 84 career. games or something like that. Huge career. Um, Tom Turkey, uh, no, Turkey Tom Carroll. Uh, <laughs> well, his family, his family uh, had seven boys and, uh, and they were farmers of turkeys. I think they farmed a few other things too if they had seven boys. But um, yeah, he, he played 61, 62, 63, leading goal kicker in all three years, I yep. think. And uh, it was only six foot one. Six for one, but then went back to the country. That's he, big back then. Yeah, Nick yeah. was under was six three. Yeah, okay. Nick was a, no, he was six one too. Yeah. I think. No, he's taller than that. I don't think he was. But six let's three. cut to the chase. Let's yeah, cut to the go chase. all the way back before our time. Okay. But the numbers speak for themselves. Oh yeah, uh, Soapy Valance, awesome. Harry Soapy Valance, eight time uh, leading goal kicker at our club, seven hundred and twenty two goals, uh, only beaten by Sticks Kernahan some fifty years later. Uh, team of the century. Uh, Hall of Famer, 12 years at the club. What? Jeez. That, that is extraordinary. Unbelievable. You know, extraordinary. Yep. Played in the 38 grand final when we beat Collingwood. Uh, just a fa- fantastic t- statistics there. Never kicked 100, though. Kicked mm. 97, I think, was his best. But, uh, yeah, no. I think this one's definitely dedicated to... Uh, well, like, you've, done, you've clearly done the research. Why do they call him Soapy? No, I didn't. I, I didn't. I, 
don't have time to look into that. Why oh, okay, right. I don't know. Oh, we should know that, shouldn't we? Do you know why they called him soap? Maybe used to I'll drop the soap in the shower. He did some ads for a detergent company. Oh. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> there was no TV back then. <laughs> no, on radio. No, no, no. On radio, yeah. The crystal set. Yeah. Anyway. No, no now idea. we've no. got for you Soap Sensation, brought to you by Soapy Valance. Carlton's <laughs> High Flying Forward. That's it. One of those. That's it. Oh, there God. you go. No, he's got to yeah. be. F22, it's all yours, Soapy. Well done. Um, 20 points. 20 points. Uh, did it feel – how many times in the game did you feel like, yeah, we're, we're, we're a chance, we can win this game? Did you ever – did you feel that very often, watching the game? I was waiting. I'm, I'm asking that question. I'm keen to know your answer. Other than the first 15 minutes of the game, yep. I, I was just constantly waiting for a switch to flick at some stage where we put some cohesive football together. It never came. Yeah. More hoping than – thinking we're a genuine chance. Yeah. I think that's how I felt throughout the day. I've got frustrating written down here in bold letters. Um, oh, look, we can go back. We can go to the end of the game a little bit if you want. Uh, Wittering uh, and Levi, if they kick mm, their two set shots. Then it's uh, bugger it, all the difference. It, it, it's it's a nine-point game. Nine-point yeah. game. We've Simo six, had a shot six too, minutes left on the clock. Simo was a bit far out. but It's still. a joke. It's a joke. We were yeah, yeah. 28 points down. All the early momentum in that last quarter was with, and this is me glass half fulling it a little bit. Mm. And there's a lot that we need to look at it from the other side of the ledger tonight as well. But 20, 17 minutes left in the last quarter, we're 28 down. They are smashing us early in that last quarter. They're playing us off the park. And honestly, it looked like it was going to be a 40 plus. But to me, it looked like we're spent, we're gone, we're cooked. Um, they're full of running. They're getting a bit of their mojo back a little bit. Joe Hennison's starting to run onto a few. He's had a shot missed. I thought, oh, here they go. They've got their, their noses are full of it here. Well, we get beaten by 20. And as I said, if we kick those two set shots, we should have kicked both on them. It's nine points, the diff, with six minutes left on the clock. Mm. And the momentum was all ours at that stage. We were playing them off the park 15 minutes no, after. They, they got a yeah. sniff. You could see them ch- starting to yeah. come at them. I don't know what to make of all that. Like, it's... You know, we want to we want to win these. I want, like we said last week, we want them to win a game for their sake, and we know what the big picture is. So I'm not getting hung up on wins and losses. In fact, where we sit now, I, I want to finish. I, I, this draft is a draft where you need to shop early, so I want to get a pick in the first five, four or five, if we can. It looks like we will, but um, so I'm not worried about the wins and losses. But it was a game we could have won. We could have won yeah, it. All, oh, there's no doubt about that, Andy. I think our, our, the best part of our game, um, from a scoreboard point of view, was the first 10 minutes of the game and the last 10 minutes of the game, where in the first 10 minutes, we essentially had five shots at goal, all coming through the corridor, Spot. mind you, most of them. Uh, we finished the, the quarter on three goals too, but we kicked all of that in the first 10 minutes and then nothing for the rest of the quarter because they just, I don't know whether it was us going boundary line or them forcing us boundary line. I don't know what happened there, but the corridor just got shut to us. Then the last 10 minutes of the game, probably a little bit less than 10 minutes, we started to take it on, trying to come through the corridor again. We got those three shots you said, Andy, and um, we actually scored two goals in the last 10 minutes. So, Apart from the first 10 and the last 10, where we've scored probably five goals, four or something rather, for the other two and a half, well, realistically, it's two full quarters and a half, we've, we've scored four goals. Yeah. It's just, you know, 
and a lot of that was poor skills, poor decisions, turnovers, fumbles. We we all watched the game. We all saw that there was clearly numerous chances we had to finish off some good work, whether we missed the target, whether we didn't execute, whether we put it on the full, wherever we did with the ball, the final third of the of our um the final third of our execution is clearly an area that we probably haven't improved a lot over the year. And that's somewhere that I'm sure uh, the coach and coaches would be really, really um, scratching their heads at the moment. And, and look, clearly we don't have the players' system and whatever else it needs at the moment. And I think clearly on the weekend we probably had our weakest 22 on the park, I think, for the year, in my opinion. Certainly since the Port Adelaide. Certainly since the Port Adelaide game, yeah. I reckon. Okay, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm not denigrating any of those no, players no, no, because no, we're thought... actually saying that they fought the game the out, was they fine. had a go, yeah. and not all these mistakes were players that um, are not senior players, not regulars. Uh, I'd have to say quite a lot of the mistakes were from senior players. And, and again, probably the... Look, a lot of it's to do with now. We've played Richmond, Melbourne, Adelaide, and the Doggies. Now, they're, they're four sides who are probably going to play... They'll, they'll all play finals, I reckon, those four this year. Dogs might struggle, but... but um, well, they'll yeah, last year premiers, okay. They're so, in the mix, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Yep, yep. So we come up against those four, mm. and clearly... The last four weeks, it's been frustrating to see us turn the ball over again, more so than we have in the first half of the year, get scored against by classier sides. Now, did we get away with it with lesser sides? Well, I'm not sure about that. But certainly these sides have punished us on the turnovers. They have. They have. You say classier sides, but... I'm not sure not if classy is maybe the, the last, uh, the last classier, I don't know. The classier. last three games yeah. have been at our favoured venue. And they've been against three teams who have been at their one of their most vulnerable periods of the season because for whatever reason, they're either not travelling well, they've had injuries upsetting their balance, and we've actually come in with a stronger side from a team selection point of view, which at least, at the very least, balanced things up, made it an even contest, right? So from my perspective, we are basically playing an opposition head-to-head and may the best team win. It's not about defending because we're not good enough. It's not about... It's it's purely comes down to who executes better will, will win this game. And we've failed at that juncture three weeks in a row now. And it hasn't been... I, I, look, it is a little bit about class, but only we're only talking about one or two players here, like... I was only looking for a word because I wasn't really no, sure no, which, no. what the word was. But mm. you might. I'm, I'm, I'm just yeah. fleshing out what you've yeah, said, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Bontempelli possibly was the difference on the weekend, but we had a, a greater expanse of players who could have potentially have had an influence, no and an impact on the game than they did. No doubt. But those guys didn't, for whatever reason find a way to put their stamp on the game when it was there to be won. Six changes doesn't help. I mean, no, no, six no, no. changes in that a is, week that is, is a lot. That is true. And the four teams that you've mentioned and you've spoken about are four teams who are way deeper into their kind of development cycles than we are. They've been, you know, by and large, together with some tickling around the edges, but they're groups that are seasoned 
albeit you know injury injury laden on a, on occasion in this month. But they 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 they've been together. They've played a lot of footy together. They're seasoned. They're playing. They've got their eyes on finals footy this year. They are at a very different stage than we are. And I'm not saying I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that I think it's a mark of how uh, far we've come in a short period of time that we are looking at those games like you say, Gecko. We can we can we go into this game fully expecting uh, to be in this contest for a long while now. We sat here after the Port Adelaide game this year, and I haven't gone back and listened to that podcast, but we all shook our head in agreement, or nodded in agreement, going, we'll cop more of these. Don't worry, boys. We're going to cop plenty more of these this year. Get ready. This group doesn't know what they're doing alongside one another. They've got to play their 30 or 50 games alongside one another. Strap yourselves in. You know, we know we're going to have a crack, but there's going to be plenty more of these. Hasn't Hasn't been any of them. Has not not been one of them. Not one since. And it wasn't again on the weekend. And I don't think we're going to get one of them for the rest of the year. I don't know. I, I, I don't think this team is going to capitulate against anyone. And they didn't capitulate on the weekend. I thought we were going to early in the last quarter. But, Jesus, with six minutes left on the clock, if Levi, the three goals are gone through, well, they're on the back foot. Their season's hanging by a thread. And we're all over them. You know? So, you know, I think we've... I think you've got to keep reminding yourself of where... We're at, and don't let the week in, week out competitiveness of the group convince you that we should be winning more games than we should. You know, look, the Bulldogs have been very disappointing for a a period of time now. Mm -hmm. So, from that point of view, they were they were there to be beaten. No, I don't disagree with that. But it was their season on the line. And when you get when you get a team vulnerable and in that situation, you got to put your foot on their neck, mate. Yep. Yeah. I think. And I think next year. And I guess the year we after don't it. have the tools at the moment. But leading up to this match, I did send a text and I said, "Look, Eastern Woods out. He's basically their third man up and one of their only guys who can affect it. Uh, contested loss. marks in the forward line. Huge loss. We've got a massive advantage with Charlie or Levi. If one or both can get off the leash somehow, and you know, kick their four goals for the match. We're we're right in this. Mm. We needed a four goal kicker, and it, definitely. It, it, it we actually From had a big bloke, I'm talking no doubt. We had we had one goal to Levi and Charlie within eight minutes of the game. Mm. I thought I'm rubbing my hands. This is it. This is going to happen today. <clears throat> and then we commit Hari Curry. Uh, I'm not necessarily blaming Weedering for the way that turnover happened and the goal was kicked. It was. It was one. It was a funny situation. It was almost a situation where it could have been a fifty-meter penalty if the umpire hadn't been so quick to call play on there. Because I thought that that uh, protected area wasn't wasn't cleared out properly. They've to dropped, be they've dropped play the ball on. on that over the last two or three weeks, by and large. Not that that's disappeared. Yeah, it's I, out of the game. I, and then they pluck one or two out later in the game. Dice mad. But the thing that killed me. And it came about at the 26-minute mark, and it was like the icing on the cake for me. We had worked the ball down in transition, and it found its way to Fisher, half-forward flank near the boundary line. His first instinct was to look inside for the 20-metre pass. What he didn't see was Cruiser and Levi in the goal square against a smaller opponent two-on-one, and that kick was a certain goal if he'd seen it. And it comes down to the to the 
I don't know if it's been drummed into the guys so much that they just reflexively look for that situation and the easy 20-metre pass instead of the longer, more dangerous kick when it's there to be taken. And I just see those miss constantly, and it, and it misses... See, that was a momentum shift situation. We needed to get the momentum back again with, with our strength, and we failed. And once you fail and the opposition gets their chance and they'll snuff another goal, I mean... It's just frustrating, you know. Just touching on the uh, Western Bulldogs there to be beaten, there's no doubt. I think um, the the broadcast brought up a a ladder from round six to round 17. And we were four wins and a percentage of 92 in that 11 rounds. Yep. They were only three wins and a percentage of 82. Mm. On that ladder between six and 17, we're actually like, ahead of them. Mm. And beaten Sydney, Collingwood, the Giants, and the Suns. Mm. So four, you know, or three reason, or two reasonable (laughs) sides. (laughs) Anyway, look, look, Collingwood was was a good win win at the time anyway. Yeah, it was, it was. Um, So they were there for the pickings. Um, I'm not disputing that. I'm not disputing that. Unfortunately, when you let let the opposition have 75 more hand passes than us, And that's what they want to do. That's what they like to do. And we allowed them to do it mm. and come through, use the corridor. And they went at 77% as a team. Like that's, that's damning. It's high. I'm not sure how you're actually going to stop that. They went inside 50 times, but only kicked 12 goals. That's one in every four. That's, that's actually testament to our defense that we still stood up. Uh, the Liam Joneses and the Silvanis and the Weederings and Lucky Plowman. Plowman, exactly. Like when you go in 50 times, you know, AFL level's about probably 15 goals or so. You expect, expect to kick mm. 16, mate, 15, 16. Like, well, only kick 12. Mm. Uh, so, again, we've kept them down to a winnable score if we were able to generate enough scoring options. And, you know, we go in only 40 times, mm. nine goals, eight. And we got, what, three goals, two in the first seven minutes or 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Like for the rest of the game, we've kicked six goals, six in. Oh, it's just not, so. What happens? I don't know. Well, you, do this, is this direction? Is it uh, the opposition responding? Is it? I think it's the opposition I think responding. The, I, I think, no doubt about th- that. There's no doubt their intent. No intensity, doubt. Their Bob intensity, Murphy. Yeah, and, it, know, it, it, they yeah. lifted. They lifted. and They applied. We only had five tackles inside forward fifty. They had about fifteen. So they clearly um, applied pressure to us that we didn't apply to them. Um, and as well as we stood up. I think it's just a cumulative effect. You can't just keep, and this is what happens to us all year. We do keep opposition teams to gettable scores, um, but it is something we need to address. Between it's, it's something we need to try and address between now and the end of the year. And you know, we said it. We sat here a couple of weeks ago, and we said we want them to take, um, you know, the the pro. We want them to be proactive with their ball use. And I know what you're saying about Fisher, and I'm we're having again have a violent agreement here. But I don't mind the Fisher kick in in the bigger scheme of things. I, I agree with you 100% that he should have kicked it to the top of the square in that one-off instance. He should have. We had the two big blokes and he should have gone there. But that is the kick that I think we want our players to take more often. Let's take the dangerous ball. Let's set up better scoring opportunities for ourselves. Let's not get forced wide. Let's look to cut the ball inside. And I thought... Early in the game and late in the game, no we did we did that it with some glaring, really piercing it was glaring, ball use. It was glaring, but that was that was a 
the wrong time, wrong place for the kick, and he kicked it into high. It was slow, and he kicked it in a high pressure area, a high traffic area, and so what, I, so okay. So what did you think um, uh, when Stringer does his hamstring? They take out one of their prime movers. Yeah, he's a prime mover in name only at the moment, Jake Stringer. He's got the potential of kicking he three has. goals, Andy. He can has. bust a game open. He can. Whether, whether we like him, whether we don't like him, whether he's been informed, whether he hasn't been informed. Well, he hasn't been. But anyway, you're well, right. You, you're know right. What I'm, you know yeah, what I'm saying. Like, like, yeah. you know, well, he'd already kicked one on the board. Mm. Yeah, and the, yeah, so, yeah. But when he goes off the ground. No, he nearly didn't. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm thinking to myself, okay, he, so he goes off. So where's we're, we've got to pull one tall from defence to the mm. forward mm. line because they've just lost one of their blokes, right? So... I actually thought that Weedering would have gone forward to test them out a little bit. He didn't. Um, and Gex, before the show, asked me, were we down in that area? Well, I cite two examples where we went long to the top of the square, and it was right twice against two opponents. Twice. So I'm just thinking, and, and Kasbolt wasn't getting himself into good positions. Uh, Jack... And Charlie, Charlie probably looked the most dangerous out of everyone the whole day. But even like they just come up so far up the ground, they're doing so much work, and then they've got to double back. I felt that we needed a little stay at home, and I reckon he's probably carrying something weeder in anyway. Mm. That's just my observation, and it's with the observation of quite a few on Twitter. Yeah, a but lot of people saying a lot of people saying it. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know whether whether he has, whether he hasn't. But if we want to stay at home and have a, a target up forward, I think he would have been. Worth a shot. Well, it brings us to the point. The, the The biggest point I wanted to make tonight is this. And, you know, I, we, I didn't know this until I heard it in the commentary. It's now the longest streak ever in the footy club's history uh, without us breaking 100 points. 27 games in a row, we haven't broken 100 points. Longest streak in the club's history. So they said on the commentary during the game on the weekend. Now, but, I'm... Does that mean much? Well, it just means you're not hitting the scoreboard. Yeah, but does it mean much in 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 what we're trying to do at the moment? No, no, no. But no. but but it means we're not hitting the scoreboard. I mean, you talked about three two early, nine eight for the game. So you're lamenting the fact that we're not scoring. Well, I'd be happy to have scored eighty three on the weekend. Yeah, well, that's so would I. So would I. But if we kick hundred points, we win on the weekend. Yeah, so. Agreed. I, I, I take it. Yeah, so yeah, so, so that that's all, the only reason. The only reason I cite that is because of. The fact if you kick hundred points more often than not, you're probably you're going to win. You're winning a few games, and if we're going to be a good side. Sorry, when we're a good side, we're going to be kicking 100 points you know, more often than not. I think it's time uh, in 2017 to just roll the dice with Harry. I think we have to just – I think we have to. I look around the league and there are clubs out there who are in various stages of their development who are prepared to put games into young forwards. And they're prepared to soak up um, – young four in different performances and they won't leave them in there forever. They won't let them in there and get um, starved and cold and lose all sorts of confidence. They'll drop them back when they have to. But you look at Brisbane and they're getting games in the hip ward and they played Shacky on the weekend. St Kilda's, you know, at various stages of the year without Paddy McCartan before the concussion eventually ended his season. Um, without him, you know, sort of setting the world on fire in the VFL, they've been keen to get him in to see how it affects the mix because they know that he's their their extreme talent, their their extreme talent. Well, we believe that. Well, I still believe. I believe that about Harry Mackay. I believe he is an exceptional talent, and I'm just got to the point now where I think we need 
to have a look. We need to have a look. If we're going to have a look at Blaine Bokehurst, and if we're going to have a look at Dylan Buckley, and if we're going to have a look at Sam Kerridge, and we're going to have a look at all these blokes, then give us a look at Harry Mackay. I mean, just give us a look. Play, if it means you have to play Charlie as a sort of mid-forward, then just do it. You know, like, who cares? But on the weekend, it was glaringly obvious to me that, um, you know, Levi was his timing was completely out on the weekend. I'm not sure we did him any favours with our ball use, um, but but for whatever reason he he hardly. I mean he probably only got to about five or six contests that I could remember off the top of my head. I just reckon we're screaming out for another target. He is he or Paddy Kerr are the next cabs off the rank. Um, I just think Paddy's injured. He's injured, so it's not going to be him. So I just reckon we. What have we got to lose? What have we got to lose? We're six look, weeks. There's to go. nothing to lose, right? There's absolutely nothing to lose. That I agree with. Uh, in terms of timing, Harry in the twos is not timing his leaps to grab a mark either. On the weekend, he was reasonably poor mm-hmm. in the first half. Well, they all were. Yes, uh, most of the them. First were. half. The first half. Uh, we sort of got the game back a little bit yeah. at halftime. But I thought the second half, Josh Fraser sort of, or whoever, when he wherever the, the director, went onto the ball, went okay. onto the ball yeah. started getting touches, was moving around okay, looked okay. I think we in the ruck, he went against a, a young bloke a few times. And that, to me, it's a good move. It was a good move mm. just to say, like, this guy, this kid's frustrated. He's not getting Bloody what he wants. Yep. So get in there amongst it. He ended up with 16 uh, possessions. Mm. Five marks, five tackles, eight hit-outs. You know what? We had a stinker of a game in the twos, mm. and he would have been in our best four or five mm. on the day at Carlton-listed players. I'm not talking about the Northern Blues players. They they actually were our better players. I guess now it's it's got to the stage where, yes, okay, play him. All right, play him. Uh, are we, so we're taking out a small or a defender? Well, you need to sit down and work that out. Work that out. Work, okay. See who you're playing against. So, you know, line yeah. it up against the opposition. Mm. I don't. Care. I don't really care. I mean, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm I've not been asking to, this for a little. I think we've. I've well, been I'm, asking this for a little while, and I've been proven wrong most weeks that you know it probably wasn't right, but and he probably still isn't right. But if you're going to wait for him to be mm. right, like if we're going to wait for Harry Mackay, mm. if we're not going to pick Mackay in the seniors until he strings together five or six big weeks at VFL level, mm. we might be waiting for a while. Because he's getting double teamed. Yep. Every time he's getting double teamed. I've seen him kick the footy to Matty Korchek on occasions this year instead yep. of kicking it yep. to Harry Mackay. Yep. Now, give me a spell. Yep. Um, that's not helping anyone, no. with all due respect to the yeah. big fella. Yeah. Um, the ball moves, it's more congested. <laughs> against us, it seems to be more congested yeah. at the VFL level. They do get numbers back against us at the VFL, whereas our forward line is often wide open because I don't reckon they respect our forward line, so I reckon they roll the dice against us a fair bit. Well, it's probably not a bad week. I you know, we play Brisbane, and I think most of their defenders are young blokes, aren't they? Well, Harris Andrews and Daniel McStay are going well. But you know what? I don't I, care. I don't care I, I, how well I'm they're saying, going. They're at least young. They are young. They're not fully developed no, big men, are they? He's not going to be playing on Alex Rance or Mick Hurley well, this week. You know? I, I would say, I would say, yeah, roll the dice. And, and, and you know what? If he has... Oh, if his first week's a poor week, if he has four touches, doesn't kick a goal, you know, looks out of sorts, play the next week. Play in the next week. Leave him in there for a couple because I, it doesn't worry me what the bottom line looks like this year. 
And I just think that we need to get him in for his own, just to get a bit of excitement back into his season. And I'm not saying he's dropped the lip or anything like that, because I don't think he has. I think he still puts in. But I, but I think, the reason, I'm, to get back to my original point, I actually feel like we need something like a Harry Mackay in our forward line to give our midfield and our ball users, our Zach Fishers in that exact moment you talk about, Gecko. Harry's down there. Like a, just a reprogram. The mindset. Reprogram the mindset might bit. change a little bit. A little, okay, bit. Well, then, a little bit. Well, that's a good point. That's a good point because then you're not really looking. You actually, you're, you're saying to yourself, I know he's there. I know he's down there. I'm just going to, I'm well, going to put we've it got up a, Suddenly we've got, Harry, look, Levi holds his spot, I would imagine, but the, yeah, ba- well, the back of the mind, you're in. You, second ruck, so. you, exactly. So you find out on Thursday that Mackay's playing. All of those midfielders, all the ball carriers and their setup guys, they suddenly have got in their mind for two days Casbolt, when I turn around, there's going to be Casbolt, Mackay, Kerno, Silvani. Someone's going to be down there. So the instinct, that the first instinct, rather than stop, prop, think, go sideways or go backwards, the first instinct might be pivot and kick. Like just go because the chances are, even if I'm kicking it to a spot without really looking, chances are there might be someone there. I, I don't know. Are you, are you prepared to roll the dice with him? Sooner rather than later or not? We're at the stage of the season where it's time to, you know, do a few. I mean, we have been changing things up regularly in the last month anyway for reasons that are probably beyond our control more than planning sort of selection. But we might have reached, what, is six games left or something, is there? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so time's running out to actually do these types of things before the end of the season's out. So I think he's going to... He should get a couple of games under his belt before the end of the year, so Brisbane's as good as any time to do it. Alex Silvani probably um, won't play this week. I doubt yeah, he would, yeah, probably won't so, play yeah. this week. I, 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 still think, hmm. I still think the majority of our problems stem from breakdown in transition, um, just probably not kicking the longer option rather than short, 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 which... Is too slow. The ball movement's too slow. It gives the opposition time to get behind oh, the ball. Well, it doesn't help when you see Nick. I mean, Nick Graham, you know, who I think we're all going to be reasonably, from an overall perspective, we're going to pat him on the back for a serviceable performance. Oh, he started beautifully. That, that was, first kick inside 50. It was great, but he's missed. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. You could have Tony Lockett down there, and if you kick the footy two in the way, or Lance Trent, you kick the ball two mm. in the way, Nicky was kicking it to... The Fords on a couple of occasions on the weekend yeah. where he missed Silvani by 20 metres wide and open and Charlie. he missed Charlie. I mean, it doesn't... He, he had the chance to be one of the better players no on doubt. the ground. No doubt. Yeah, I agree. He started really well, um, but just the, the two inexcusable missed passes that uh, they're just so... For him, he's probably the best equipped player on the side to complete those kicks, which mm. just frustrates you when you see that. Mm. Well, incredibly, we won the first quarter... Incredibly, we won the first quarter and won the second half on the scoreboard. <laughs> and we lost really, the match. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 We, well, we, we went in 22 points down at half time. We lost by 20. Yeah, so enough. I'm saying yeah, for the whole yeah, half, yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole half, we won the, the second half by two points. Yep. We win the first quarter and they get us, well, I think they kicked, what did they kick? Five goals to one in the second quarter. It was enough to beat us. Mm. Now, that, absolutely spot on. Both of you are spot on that they were, a, they're a team that they're not going well. They would have been desperate on the weekend. They would have seen this as one that we've got to get ourselves back on track. They would have been absolutely gung-ho to get this game. No problems. A few things worked for them. A few things didn't work for us. 
end result is they win. We don't lose too much face because, you know, we come away from that game thinking, well, a couple of things could have gone our way. Had we have done this, had we have done that, had we had him, had we didn't have him. We didn't have Cripps. We didn't have Ed Kerno. They're two, you know, pivotal players mm-hmm. in, in midfield, right? And realistically, I saw the setup at every bounce down and it was almost different every time. Mm. It was Doherty, Gibbs, Murphy. It was SPS, Graham. Carriage. Uh, yeah, carriage. It was carriage. It was Gibbs. It was, you know, the setup was different all the time in the middle. They they were trying a lot of setups in that middle of the we, ground. The numbers would suggest we weren't okay in that area yeah, of the ground. Like yeah, we, we, didn't, did. we didn't get played off the park no. in that area of the no, ground. It wasn't, so. where, it wasn't where the game was won no, or lost. No. Well, well, they got a couple of goals when, um, when Casbolt went into the middle. And clearly, Cruiser was killing him in the ruck because he had, you know, he, was, he had fifty something knockouts. He had about thirty extra knockouts or whatever. But see, those knockouts, those hitouts, if they're not going to your advantage, well, then they mean shit. And and I'm not sure how many were going to our advantage, to be honest. And so they, he, they he, ended up they ended up putting Bont and Pelly against. He should him. have been smashing at thirty meters forward. That's another option. Not I don't tapping know. it. I don't quite know, but, but that's another option. We had we had. The ability to dictate what was going to happen in clearance, yep. and really didn't do. I think a we had great clearances deal. end up being about the same, didn't they? About the same. Yeah, about the hardly, same. There's hardly any. But we had thirty more hitouts. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it comes back to Cripps and Kerno, who are clearance contested ball beasts or whatever that we did lack, and we probably had bodies in there that you know we'd like to have had different bodies in there, perhaps. In a perfect oh, well, world, which, a we, perfect didn't, world. Yeah, which yeah. we didn't. Yeah, and yeah, the, the list is a working. But we all understand the list is a work in progress. Like we're eighteen months in, we're two. You know, we're two. Eighteen, fa- mu- 18 months in, or three or four years. Oh yeah, well, if you want to, have a, if you want to talk about people who don't care about the footy club <laughs> and commentary about Carlton, <laughs> made by people who don't understand and just want to upset people and go your hardest, but. Um, I think everybody who knows any about the Carlton Footy Club knows what's going on. Oh, it all no started. It all started with the Bolton Silvani regime, and um, that's eighteen months ago. That's when it started, and that's that's all we're looking at. It was a period of absolute stagnation before that, and if you yeah, a couple you of to... crackers about a crack at us tonight, geeks. Mm. Was that yeah. tonight? Was it? Yeah, okay. triple M. Yeah, right. Um, so work in progress. We'll get bigger bodies into the middle. I thought Doherty actually went okay. In yeah, I thought Doherty did not bad. He didn't look. He didn't. He didn't look. Out of control, and, uh, out of out of uh, his comfort zone. I think Kieran Byrne with a game under oh, his belt I, I would be better. I thought Kieran Byrne was fantastic for his first yeah. game game back. Went at ninety one percent. Only got the twelve got touches. Injured. But yeah, so he's done a groin. So he's he's not going to play. They're going to. I think Just the word out of Carlton is, well, is that he's going to train with the group this week. So they haven't written him out, and they'll mm. just assess him at training. But uh, he came off. When you look at him coming off and he's like worried about what's going on deep yeah. in t- inside his groin, mm. the adductor, yeah. he's, um, you well, know, you don't play the next one. Like ASOS, like he, he was 70%, right? But the, the knee went again. You've got, yeah. you got to be 100%. Uh, what happened there? Full. No. He yeah, hurt his knee again. No, he just fell over in the middle of the ground. Yeah. It wasn't a, even a, didn't look like much. It's to the be same honest. way he did it the first time. He's obviously got something in there. Yeah, that's he not need, right, he's going right. to need surgery yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well. You know, unfortunately, that's you know that that's the way. I mean, we were gloating about a month ago, six weeks ago, how we hardly had an injury. Yeah, yeah. And now they're ra- they're into double figures now. Mm, yeah. Second half being a nightmare. But I guess it's it's no one wants to get injured. But it's good to see. Uh, Look, what we've we've exposed a few spot on uh, mate. for the positive or the negative on their behalfs. Uh, some of them. 
Uh, well, let's we'll... go through them. Let's go through them just on on what they did on the weekend. And we're not going to assess them on one performance, right? But I've, the, the the five or six that we're talking about who are in, you know, at various stages because of, or for various reasons, probably because of injury to some extent, or they're coming back from injury for others. But what do we? What did you think of Dylan Buckley's game on the weekend? Poor. Yeah, just just doesn't stand up in contests, makes unforced errors, and I know it's hard when you just come straight into senior football uh, out of the wilderness, so to speak. But you know, you you're picked in defence, so the spotlight's going to be on you, and every mistake is amplified. Unfortunately, it's taken him a long while to get going, and he he got gifted this game because mm. his form in the twos was not good at all. Mm. So. I couldn't care less uh, what I say. Um, I'm rooting for him. I, and I'll tell you now, if he doesn't last, it, it will be sad. I don't want to see the guy go. But clearly on the weekend, didn't take his opportunity. Unfortunately, got injured. Maybe in the second half he would have played better. I don't know. But on his on his performance on the weekend, it was poor. Uh, Liam Sumner? Poorer. He, didn't, uh, didn't he does himself no favours, does he? Coach has obviously got... Uh, an opinion of him. There's a moment, I wrote down a moment, if you go back and watch the replay, it's, it was such an un-Carlton, this version of Carlton. 14 minutes left in the last quarter, there was a contest, and Sumner got his hand on the footy, and he sort of patted at it. Mm. He, sort of, he sort of just patted at the footy. He didn't commit to it. He didn't try and grab it. He, 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 there was nothing decisive about it, and... I looked at it and I thought, oh, that's that's just – that is so horribly non-competitive. Um, I was just – I had to make a note of it. Did he do anything positive Didn't hit the scoreboard. The day? Didn't hit the scoreboard. I can't he quite had one, recollect one good Technically, he had one play. score involvement. Zero tackles. Didn't lay a tackle. Mate, that's, Six touches. that's pretty bad. I, I mean, I seriously, how hard to understand how, how that you can do that. Yeah, how me too. I'd, like... I'd back myself to get a tackle in. You at, tackle even without being fit. You, yep, mm. you get in the way, you get a tackle. Now that's really disappointing, Andy, because we know that the coach has got. Uh, well, I'm not sure. You know, healthy, he likes him. He healthy likes him. opinion, yeah, healthy, healthy opinion. Yep. And I think at the start of the year, I said um, I was pretty sure in saying that uh, Sumner. I thought was a better option than Lamb at the start of the year. Not anymore. Uh, Lamb's gone, like, uh, streets are past him. Well, Jed Lamb's streets. on the list. I mean, he's getting more game time. He he can do. He's great. Know, all the things like we're talking about, about blokes who don't, who take the wrong option and can't execute. Andy. It's the one thing he can do. Uh, in, in two weeks, right, we talk about inside 50s. He's had 14 inside 50s in two weeks. Hmm. Yeah, right. Jed Lamb. Two goal assists or something, wasn't it? Well, you, well that's that's the one knock I've got him at the moment. He's, uh, I think last week and this week, I'm not, I don't think he got on the scoreboard last week against Melbourne. No, he's put him more setting him up than... Yeah. I would like to have, uh, I'd like him to have had some shots at least yeah, in the last couple yeah, of weeks. Cool. That's a very, very small knock. He's starting to tackle a little bit. I mean, the knock on him was he wasn't tackling. Mm. No, I... He's actually, he's actually one that we've found at the moment that he's actually wanting to stay on this list. Um, Kieran Byrne, we've touched on. Anything yeah, else I you want to say about him? I yep. thought he's good. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, it's all about game time for him just to get back to where uh, he's he's probably fifty, sixty percent of where we know he can be. So, what year did you say? Was it twenty nineteen or twenty twenty? Twenty twenty, I thought. But Byrne on one half back flank, Tommy Williams on the other. 
be magnificent. That goes all right, doesn't it? Absolutely. Sounds all right to me. That goes okay. Continuity, mate. Continuity. Um, yeah, well, that's his issue. God, we just hope it's a tiny thing with a groin and not um, something that might it is, put him It is there. something that happens after a long-term yeah, injury. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. Not, it's not surprising. And the way he plays, he does put his body under pressure. He's not a slow turner. Mm. He's a ballistic. He goes and he does like to make sharp turns. Yep. So he does put himself under pressure. He puts the body under pressure. This one's interesting. What did you make of Bokehurst going? I gave it a pass. Eh. Yeah, he, he teases, doesn't oh. he? He shows you what he can do. I know. I gave it a pass. It's really weird. Well, he's uh, when he, when he, it's really weird. The game against the Suns, we gave him high praise. Mm. The game against the Bulldogs, oh, I'm not going to say it was a glowing, but I, he's in me votes, and that first goal was a special. Yep. The, mm. the Bork, the kick from 40, was bloody beautiful. It was classy. Um, it, was high, it was high quality. Uh, I think it came on the back of a... He mucked something up, and then, then, he, then he tackled a big bloke, mm. created a, a stoppage, and then he, he got out, he kicked that goal. Um, but I've got to say that he's one of those that at the start of the year I would have said, Doubtful. Now I'm starting to think. Oh, don't know. Don't know. Well, don't know, his don't his know. his best game that he's played at senior level was the Gold Coast game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. yep as yep. good as anything he's done yep. at senior level. That was in Queensland. That's where the Gold Coast is. Yep. He goes back to Queensland this week. If you were blame, but he'll be in the side. He holds his spot. If you're Bokehurst's line coach, and if you're Brendan Bolton, I'm on him every time I see him this week. Hey, this is massive for you this week. Yeah, good foundation. Mm. We like what you did. Now, against against a Brisbane midfield that will give you no strife whatsoever, they'll pl- they go, they they run their own game. They play free. You're going to get plenty of space. No one's going to pay any attention to mm. you. You have got a massive week this week. Mm. Ma- put it on him. Really put it on Blaine Bokehurst to go to to prove that he can do it. He can back it up, uh, and he can have a have a say in determining. The outcome of a game. Because I thought he did the night against Gold Coast. I thought he did some yeah, nice things yeah. that Look, night. Look, he went back to the reserves, had 36 touches in both games. But, but those 36 touches, he's never going to... I can't imagine him getting 36 in the seniors. But we don't need him to anyway. No, you don't. Like, he's a clinical no. player who, you know, time and space, if he gets it, he can deliver it. Um, look... Uh, What's the knock on him? The knock on him that he can He doesn't compete. Mm. The knock on Blaine Burkhurst is that he doesn't compete. Mm. That he's soft, that he goes missing, he doesn't like it tough, and and that's it. That that that, that he's a okay. victim he's yeah. a victim of us taking him at nineteen when just about every other club had him as a mm. speculative rookie selection. Yeah. Had he been a rookie selection and he's come out and played twenty games at AFL level, you go, Oh well he's He's done well for mm. himself, the kid. Mm. You know, he's done well. So why don't you think he does those things? Oh, I don't know, Pat. I don't know, because I saw on occasions on the weekend, he did do that. He did hold the footy in the contest. Mm. He did put his body on the line. Yeah, he things. did. He didn't fail under the heat. The mm. goal you kicked, he mm. could have He could have thrown that on his boot quickly and got panicked, but he didn't. He had some good moments in this I game. Think yeah. he did. did we see much of him in the last part of the game, though? This is, this is the other side of the coin. Because he's an uncontested footballer, so he's going to rely on his endurance, his fleet of foot, and his skill. Yeah, true. You have to be uh, able. Not sure. You have to be not sure what he can't what remember. He, what I can't remember. Quarter, not yeah. elite. You, uh, elite's yeah. the wrong word. But you have to be as an uncontested footballer. 
you have to be there all day doing you hurt. those things. When you get it, you got to hurt. You know? and, mm. and I, he actually is one of those players. If it hadn't have been, if it hadn't have been Graham or Kerridge or a couple others taking those shots inside fifty to players, mm. had it have been Blaine Bakehurst with time and space, I suggest he would have um, hit the hit the bloke on the chest. Possibly. Well, oh, that's what he can do. You, you think of the prototypes he's trying to be. Isaac Smith, the Hill brothers. Yeah. They're, the, they're the top notches, mm. but mm. they're the effective players as well. You have yeah. to be able to affect games all yeah. through the game, that, that's, not, not just at the start or that's finish. What I, that's what I'd challenge him with this week. Exactly that. That's, that's what I'm saying to him. Mate, you've got to get, you got to get five possessions a quarter. Mm. You've got to get your hands on the footy five mm. times a quarter. Mm. Uh, make him count. Oh, I absolutely. Make I, him mate, count. This is a this is a make numbers game for you yeah, today, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. It's a numbers game. He's got his teeth. He's got his teeth on it now. Yeah, like exactly. He's, he's yeah. taken a bite. Yeah. He's got to hang on. Yeah. I, agree. Yeah. I agree. This is your chance, yeah. mate. Uh, this is this is it. Mm. This is it. I saw Pen, the pen's poised. Yeah, no. Oh, this has been hanging over his nose. <laughs> his name's hanging. about to be th- flicked off the whiteboard for yeah, the last time. We all know um, that, right? Yep, yep. And he knows that. He's. I'm, I'm sure he's not stupid, oh, no, and I'm sure he knows know. what's going on. I must, he must know the reality of oh, AFL oh, football, yeah. and he must know where he sits in the scheme of things. But he's got six weeks. Hey, look at Liam. Jones has got a two-year contract, came from nowhere. Oh, How good a story mate. is that? Fantastic. That's a ripping you know, story, that. We all know what, what I said at the start of the year. Lucky bloke to be on the list uh, with, the, with the contracts that he had. Um, a very, you know, like I think my last words were in podcast one was, you need to pull your finger out, mate. Mm. Now, I thought he needed to kick 30 goals as a forward. Mm. Well, he stopped 30 goals yeah, as a backman. No, did it, did so, it um, you look, all, hats off to him. I mean, I'm sure... That there's people at the club that you know must have been looking at Liam, thinking, "Well, geez, mate, you you got no hope of, of staying on this list. No mm. hope whatsoever." No, no chance. But he's turned it around. He's given, and mate, what a time to turn it around! Like with mm. Silvani and Rowe mm. being injured, um, it's been it's been a godsend. But you know he can't get complacent either. I thought his game was. Uh, be interesting to see how you guys assess his game. I thought it was. I thought it was good without being very, very good. I think he defended when he had to. My only knock is I'd like to see him perhaps, uh, and I don't know. I, actually, I do. I do know. I, I'd like to see him taken on a little bit more because I think it's, he's got an inning. Hmm. Um, and I felt I'm, that I'm looking the... forward to having our full complement back. Well, that's probably gym. that's probably more to the case. I've, I mean, he's I've playing been, that role. I'm going to stay back. I'll clean it up. He's yeah. a weapon that can be used up the ground. I'm I'm yeah. confident of that now. Playing from half back up, and he will generate so well, much. Well, that's what I was kind so of. Well, well, that's what I'm saying, Gex. I mean, Silvani was there, and Wiedemann was there. Yeah. So why does he have to stay back there yeah, as well? Interesting. You know, I this think... is like the thing. Like, if we're gonna, if we did keep those three back there, plus Plowman. Why didn't one of them decide, I'm going to be on the attack? I'm going to do the March Bank role. Mm. And and I felt that you either play Weeder in forward, which they didn't, but that's okay. But then one of those tall defenders had to be the one that took it on. And I don't feel that any of them take it on mm. uh, they didn't really in that respect. They end up having nine touches only, well, Liam. And, and, and I think, you know, for Backman, it doesn't really matter how many touches you get. But I kind of feel that his game was good. Not as good as the last three or four or five, uh, four weeks. What do we think of? Uh, we're, so we don't, we're doing something we don't normally do on the show, and that is going through some individuals. Oh, I think it needed to be done on, on a game like this, where I think the heat was on probably half a dozen yeah. against, 
Yeah, I think uh, who was the next one? Well, there's two that I want to talk about. It's the third week in a row. I want to talk about the skipper. I want to talk about what did you think of Mark Murphy's performance on Sunday? It was a middling to good game. I didn't think it was outstanding. We, if we get, here's what I'll say. If we get Mark Murphy from the week before, mm. we win the game. Mm. Mark, we win the game. Mark Murphy, if we get the previous week, the Melbourne performance, we beat the Bulldogs on the weekend. Just from That's how highly I rate him, and that's how effective I know he is and important he is on the overall taking us from being what we were on the weekend to being a side that can get it, get the four points. Yeah. I agree with that, but and and I've been I've been with you on this bandwagon as well, but but the same token, I'm getting the impression that fatigue's starting to set in in a long season with probably not a really deep midfield here. And I maybe, can't cop that. No, no? you're giving it. You're cutting him some slack that. if you're doing that. I reckon. I mean, he's a seasoned professional. He's you, end up having, you end up having 29 he's, in what you said was an uncontested yeah, game of football. Well, that's true. Didn't right? score. Didn't kick. And, and I don't know how many inside this, 50s this he had. This particular game should have done yeah, better. This no, was the game. True. This is the game made for him. I reckon. That's true. MCG. What Bonton Pally was doing, and he exactly. We needed him to do. And I know they're different types. Well, Bonton Pally is more the Gibbs, I suppose, but. But look, the Murphy role, uh, we saw, okay, well, we saw what Caleb Daniel did to us in the second quarter. That's, I right? thought he was decisive. You know? <laughs> in that what? second quarter, he's running the lines, he's cutting through blokes, his, his energy was up. Exactly. Great yeah, point, mate. Murph, it's a great point. Murph, I, there's a group of us at the MCG, that were, Darren's one of them, mm. Darren Simmons one of them. We all get together at halftime and talk a bit of shit. You know, what's going well, what's not going well. Some great points were being made. Um, some didn't think that second quarter was a very, one of our poorest quarters of the year. That's fine. And we all agreed, though, okay, so where's the upside here? Yeah. We're right, we're, it's What was it at halftime? Three goals a diff, a little bit more than three goals or so. They took the ascendancy away from us. And we all looked, you know, looked at the possessions, who was doing this, who wasn't doing that, and we thought, okay, so who do you turn to now to lift us in this third quarter, to get us back into the game. And we identified Murph mm. as being one that we kind of really didn't feel that he was um, generating enough um, good stuff. The other one we turned to was Simo, who had only had the 10 and three were probably clangers. So we looked at, <laughs> they just happened to be captain, vice captain. And we looked at those two and thought, well, they're the two that we're going to look at to see are they the ones that are going to, you know, lift this side back into this game. Mm. Murph had a decent quarter possession-wise. Simo tries his guts out. But I didn't think either probably got us back into the game the way we kind of wanted them to get back into the game. No, I, I, I can't disagree with that. Sometimes you wonder whether guys are trying too hard, you know, the game just doesn't come na easily to them because they're busting their ass and, you know, they're, they're running to spots where they think they're going to get the I'm not, I'm not, and it just doesn't get there, whatever, but it was just a game where I just thought, come on, Murph, you, you can get, so, it, get well, into he, he didn't have a heavy, he didn't have a, I don't he didn't have it. a tag, did he? No, he didn't have a tag, tag so, no, no. so it just was one of those days. Just one of those days, just he just didn't, days, he didn't yeah. get to positions where... The other one, and here's a guy that divides opinion for of all of, of all Carlton supporters. You know, what I'm going to say, right? I think so. I'm going to talk about Sam Kerridge. Oh, 
Mate, I thought for the second week in a row, and because you, I, I, I will give a guy a rating based on what his benchmark, well, mm. what his full potential is. For Sam Kerridge, his last two weeks are as good as he can play. Outstanding, absolutely outstanding, mate. And he played with vitality yep. and spirit, and he was he was a four quarter performer, mm. giving his. Very all. Yep. So Agreed. what's happened? And I loved. What, what, I loved. So what's what I happened? Saw of what's happened? Like we we oh, we, we watched a little bit of uh, the reserves over the past eight weeks or so, and Kerridge was pretty much in the reserves a lot of that time. Mm. Not exactly. He was trying his guts out. The one thing about him, I'll always say, he tries. Spot on. The execution we know with him is poor, but in the reserves, there were, there were times I thought. Jeez, you know, mate, come on, you, you've got something more to offer. There is something there. Now, he's got his chance the last couple of weeks. I can't knock his last couple of weeks. All right, last week there was a couple of fundamental errors, and this week there was probably only one, probably only the one throughout the whole day. No, I'm not sure. I think it was in the, in the last quarter or something rather. But, you know, when you're picking when you're picking the eyes out of a bloke who's had 30, and he and I don't know how many K's did he get the K's? No, no, no. Murph ran. Murph actually was number one for us this week. Kerridge was second or third. Still, he's up there though. Man, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Like, he, it's, ran, it's he ran incredible. fifteen and a half or well, something. So, yeah, you yeah. know, I can't knock a bloke who's trying his guts out, and when he's getting the ball and creating and and getting himself into dangerous positions, I think he had a shot at goal. I tell you another thing. Yep. With Cripps, Ed Kerno, yep. and. Oh. And Cunningham all out of the side. Perfect. He was so important oh. to the fabric of how we could play well, yep. against any opposition. Well, exactly. Played a magnificent role from uh, that perspective. Exactly. I'm. He's back to. Um, how long has he been at the club? Just last year, or the year before? Yeah, year before. second year is. Is he second? Second year is, second? Second year, is it? Right. Okay. Yeah. He, he didn't have a year with Malthouse. I thought this would be his third. Yeah, you mm, might be wrong. Uh, no, I don't know. Mate. Uh, we're, we're all getting old. We can't remember. Um, but yeah, I can't remember now actually. But th- there was one year where I thought he was. No, no, last year was his first year. I thought sure was. so. Was I can't. Oh yeah, whatever. Oh man, I got. <laughs> While we're talking, Andy, have a look. Oh. So we don't want to be plonkers. But anyway, I, I I do think that his year when he came across from Adelaide, whether it be last year or the year before, um. I felt he was a contributor. Uh, and then the back end, he started to fluff the ball and mm. make all these mistakes mm. and whatever. Oh, you know what? I'd have him in the side now if the three that you mentioned were it's in the second side. Year, for God's sake. Yeah, I, I knew that. <laughs> uh, I, just, I just wanted to go and check it. Um, <laughs> if those guys you mentioned get in the, in the team, Ed Kernow, um, Cripps and Cunningham, I'd still have him in right I'll now. I'll leave him in. Yeah, well, it, make, it makes it tricky yep. then. Well, it makes it tricky because I think I think Kerridge actually enjoys having that responsibility. I, I think that lifts his game to some degree. Yeah. But oh, yeah. If he becomes, yes. becomes oh. the fourth or fifth yeah. sort of layer in that midfield, I don't know where he Yeah, plays. but if he's one of your frontline midfielders, are you, with, and again... I respect every. He can kick a goal too. I respect what Sam Kerridge is doing, but if he's one of your frontline midfielders, no, not frontline. It's a, it's not a dilemma. Whichever no, way you're, not you're not going to be, you're never going to win a fight. But Gex, can't he play forward? He's never going to be and front off the line. wing. He's no, never no, be I, agree. I agree. Can he play forward and off the is, wing? This is the dilemma because uh, it 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 gets you know it gets personal when you start saying, is he going to be? If we ever make a grand final, will he be in that? I team? could see him playing. I could see. Uh, him. I actually, I'm pretty sure I actually had him. I reckon I had him hanging on. 
Well, what, I, I've got him surviving. What's his role in in a in a midfield team, depth? You know, we have six six different players midfield to make depth. us a better team. You need how many midfielders do you need on your? You need. 15 midfielders on your, like, AFL-ready midfielders so on your he, he rotates. He rotates between halfback, wing, and yeah. Yeah, forward in you go. You're, you're, you're going to go, you're going to play, you're going to be an eight centre bounces throughout the day, you yeah. know, stoppage player. We might need you to run with a bloke every now and again. Um, you just, you're part of the midfield. You're part, well, you're, you're, when it's your turn, it's your turn. You I know? will I'll certainly yeah. say this. You want him, you want him in your list. This, and here's where yeah, people have to open their eyes, right? There'll be people, there'll be Carlton supporters who'll be listening to us talking about him right now. And they're going, "You blokes are fanning and got rocks in your head." He's a butcher. He butchers it, and he's a butcher. Everybody butchers he, it. He went at seventy-seven percent on the weekend. He's had thirty at seventy-seven disposal efficiency. Now, you can say what you like about blokes, and you can make up your mind if you want to, but. Every now and again, you've just got to let the reality of the situation speak for itself and don't look at the two or three blues he makes a week. And I'm not just talking about Sam Kerridge, I'm not talking about anyone. Don't look at the two or three mistakes they make and go, ah, yeah, the mistake, the mistake, and the mistake. What about the 27 other things he did that were were fine? Oh, I thought he was definitely in their best. Yeah, oh, I agree. I 100%. Agree. But having said that, if you are consistently making the same mistakes, you have to you have to change what you're doing. Yeah, I, right. Yeah, yeah. Because you know you can you can just you you can't. Gary Ablett has six clangers a week. Mm. Well, that's no, an I mean, interesting no, no, comparison. Well, then you just got to make the no, ones saying, the ones that, uh, when you're yeah. getting like say what I'll say with the same thing I said last week, right? When you have thirty five, the ratio obviously. exactly. Well, I understand. Exactly. That, of course, yeah, sure. would, do you have anyone else on that list? Nah, they're the ones that I, they're pretty much the ones that I wanted okay, to get. Okay, I thought you might have gone I'll one. Go on more. who? Oh, I just thought. We'll bring Le- it up. Who? I thought Levi would have been an interesting one. Oh, well, he's established. And, and, no, so oh, they're oh, the guys that have sort of come in or out in recent okay, weeks. Okay. No, no, I, I wanted, I mean, go your hardest, bring him up. What do you say? What do you want to say? Um, I just feel that he's a drifter. He's a drifter. You, you, we, we have never, rarely got four quarters out of this man all year. And um, I know he's not the main forward. I know he's not the main ruckman. I know he's not this. I know he's not that. And, you know, what I want him to be and all of us want him to be is not what he's ever going to be. And probably we want Mackay to come in to be who we want and then he can be the play on the second or third best uh, backman. Hmm. Maybe that will allow Levi to play a little better, but... I can't exactly say he always gets the best opponent. Well, we're only playing one key forward at the moment, aren't we? Mm, I mean, Jack and, and, the and Charlie, they're not key forwards. Not really, no. They get up the ground. Jack had his 14 or 15 on the weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. He upped good, it a bit. Know, it was great, it yeah. So we could easily keep the the yeah. side as it is yeah. and put him in. Mm. You don't well, have to drop You don't have to drop Casbolt absol- to bring Harry McCoy No, in. I'm not stating that for no. one iota. I'm actually saying, I'm pretty sure I said this a month ago, that if Harry came in, he could actually help Levi to no play doubt. better. I've got no doubt that there would be See, the thing no is, doubt about you look, that. You look at Melbourne. They use Cam Pedersen as a second ruckman. Cam Pedersen's not their main forward. No. But we're trying to use Levi as the main forward and a ruckman. Mm. So I'm I'm trying to pot him on one hand, and I'm trying to help him out on another <laughs> hand. Um, so, look, his uh, kicking the goal's been okay, but then you know the 15 metre kick. Mm. I, I listen yeah, on Jesus that. Jesus Christ! When he marked that ball, I, I 
I wish I would have had a live microphone in my hand so that the amplifiers in the ground could hear what I was saying. I would have liked to have heard it. Because I'm watching him go back and I'm saying, what are you doing? Take your time. What are you doing? At no stage did he go through his routine. He didn't go through his routine at all. And I thought all of that mental training and teaching has just gone out the window. That tells me. Because that was madness. That tells me that... The demon got into his head. I used, I used a word last week, yeah. fizzy. Oh, the demon got into Levi his head. Levi is as fizzy as a Fruit Loop. Well, he, 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 doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't unclutter his brain when a professional sportsman should. Gex, he shit himself. Take he shit your himself time. Go through out. the routine. He cooked, that. He, cooked, he cooked it before he kicked it. it the routine. It, it's worked for him. Why wouldn't you just go through the routine? I don't get it. He rushed it. I don't know. I don't know. I have no answer to that. Oh, um, my God. Even the commentator said that he should have gone through his routine, what have you, and all the rest of it. But, wow, you know, that was a big goal at a big time. And, look, no, we, probably anyway, don't, we probably don't win the game. Start again next week. Exactly. We don't, we don't win the game. But, hey. It certainly would have put a couple of doubts in the minds of a couple of Footscray uh, mm. Western Bulldogs uh, players. But it means for him, the next time he's in that position, he goes back and kicks a goal. Now it means the next time he's in that position, the demons uh, his head's spinning. That's right. His head's spinning because he'll remember that. He'll remember that and he'll know that everybody's watching him and expecting him to miss it. He'll know that all the commentators are going, oh, yeah, look, he's kicked 17-8 for the year. And how many times... Shots, but, you How know? many times does the the um, the the, the, the on ground dude at the at the game goes out after the match to the guy who's just kicked the winning goal? Mm. What it, what was going through your mind when you had to take the shot? I just went back to the routine. Uh, mm. I, I just I just remembered all the things that yeah, I was taught. He, I, had he, to, I went through the. He's asking a pretty penny. I'm told. Well, I'm, I'm from us. Where. From us. Oh yeah. Uh, for one year, four. Oh no, Leave four me at. Oh no, no, no. Four at. No, no. he's no. played that no. card. No, last that's year. that's that's not going to happen. So if that's, that's what he's happen. asking that's for, not then, happen. then he's then, not gonna... then therefore, yeah, okay. But I don't want him to go anywhere. I want him to. No, I want him to either. be a Carlton footballer. I really do. Commit, well, commit he barracks for Carlton. Then. I don't he's want him to go Car- anywhere. He's barracked for Carlton all his life. And unfortunately, when you've got managers who push you to make business decisions. Mm. Um, and fair enough, he's got to look after his own life. There's no doubt about that. He's going to be 28 next year. Yep. If there's four years on the table somewhere else, um, and we all know that Levi has got a dicky knee uh, from time to time. Touch wood, he hasn't been. But, uh, you know, if you can get four years locked in, and I don't know what Carlton's prepared to do, whether they just keep going with the one or the two, I've got no idea. I, I'd be flabbergasted if they gave him four. Oh, there's no, I, I, there's no way he's getting out of Carlton. No, so I'd be shocked. If so now, now I'd say the decision's fairly and squarely with Levi. Yeah. So, so getting back to your very original point, and it's reiterating a point we made a couple of weeks ago. I agree, and that's why I go to the Harry thing that I said right off the top. I think that it would be beneficial for Casbolt to have Mackay in the side. I mm. really do. So mm. I, I hope the match committee feel the same way. Uh, they don't see this podcast, mate. but we'll find out. You know. Um, any other bits and pieces before we get to our votes? Oh, not a hell of a lot. I thought it was, like I said, it was a frustrating game. It was a bit of a boring encounter. 
Um, like I said, it was two different teams playing. You know, they we played the boundary line the whole match. They mm. played. They tried to come through the corridor. So, and poor skills, decisions, turnovers, and fumbles. How much more can you say about the game? No, it was one of those. It yeah. was one of those games that I, you know, I actually thought we'd talk about it for five minutes and move on to something else. Right. But, uh, uh, I'll tell you what we can move on to: black velvet coffee, oh, yeah. the voodoo child blend. It is magnificent. Or the, or the purple haze. Is it purple haze? Well, you yeah. keep banging on about the purple haze. I don't know about the purple haze. I haven't tried uh, it There is a special deal that Jackie and Darren have put out for all Carlton Show uh, listeners. Um, 10% off all online orders using the discount code Carlton Show. Simply log on to blackvelvetcoffee.com.au to start your Black Velvet experience. I swear to God, folks, I'm not doing this because they're, well, they're not giving us much money anyway, but so they're not paying for us to be kind. But we love their support. But here's what I will say. The coffee is magnificent. It is bloody delicious. Mm. So um, if you take nothing else out of this show today, listen to the fact that um, we've tried it and it's bloody beautiful. I did say it was top quality. I'm not, uh, I'm not a fellow of the bullshit. So, no. uh, and, and, you know, whether you buy it or not, if you don't buy it, it's your bad luck. But if and, you do buy it, you'll be on a good thing. And we haven't mentioned this for a couple of weeks, but um, if you are new to the podcast, uh, subscribe at, um, what do they call it now? The Apple, whatever they call it, it used to be called iTunes. Well, I think it's called something else now. Is it? Oh, I don't know. It's called something else now. But apparently it's what used to be iTunes. Subscribe to the Carlton Show there. And if you've been thinking about putting a uh, little um, review. Ah, uh, yeah. Get a review on, guys. a review in yeah, there. Five star. Get the review on now. It's important for you because you like seeing us get above Gussie and he's had us covered for the last few uh, weeks. I can't beat him. I don't know uh, what's going on there. Well, State of Origin's probably helped him. I don't know what's going but, on. But um, give us a review. Make it four or five. Five if you feeling particularly generous, yeah, and yeah. Um, away we go. Yeah, I agree. Uh, votes. Round 17, the Carlton Show, BNF, Lukey Ryan <laughs> continues to do a magnificent job out there. Follow at the Carlton Show, Best and Fairest. That's what it's called on Twitter. Lukey Ryan's... Yeah, Carlton Show, Best and Fairest. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, away you go. Oh, well, uh, I didn't give anyone four, um, but I gave four blokes three. Uh, I've been generous this week. I don't know Gave Gibbs three, Carriage three, Wright three, and Charlie Kerno three. Uh, no need for me to say anything. Then. Okay. <laughs> then I, look, and then I, again, I've been generous here because I. How do you rate a two? Is a two that you've done what they want you to do? A three you've gone above, and four is just an out, a yeah, ball burster. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. And That's a one's on, yeah. a one's. What's a one? Well, you've you've held you've your contributed yeah, yeah, of yeah, some yeah. sort. Yeah, yeah. All right. So these are the twos. Plenty of them. Doherty two, Murphy two, Graham two, Simo two, Cruz two, Lamb two, oh. Jones two, Jack two, Jack Silvani two, Byrne two, Plowman two, Fisher, SPS, and Bocrest all one. Probably a little bit generous, yeah, a little bit there, and a, a few bit, blokes, I reckon. Bit, you're a bit cuddly, but anyway. That's I was good. a little bit, yeah. Yours, Gekman. Oh, Apologies in advance, because I haven't watched the full replay. I've just been under the pump a bit, but... Uh, oh, he's had to work. <laughs> settle <laughs> in. <laughs> Are these 320 games? Oh, bloody, I'm sick of them, seriously. <laughs> uh, three <laughs> votes to Gibbs, Kerridge, Doc, Jones and Wright. Two votes each to Nick Graham, Murph, Lamb, Charlie, Simo, Plowman and Cruz. And one vote each to Weeders, Fisher, and Bokehurst. Okay. Okay. Uh, three votes to Wright, Gibbs, Kerno, Kerridge. 
<laughs> well, you haven't colluded. Uh, not as many two votes as you did. Doherty, Plowman, Cruiser, and Jones got the two for me. And singles each to Graham, Murphy, Fisher, Simo, Lamb, Bokehurst, Silvani, and Byrne. Uh, all got the single from me. So that's it. Um, Just a thing to the Carlton Footy Club for that initiative, the yeah, Orange on. um, yep. Respect Women and yep. Equality. I think yep. it's fantastic. I, I love it when the club gets involved in these things and, and, and people have to believe you know what they've said there. That they don't just uh, join these things for the sake of joining them. Uh, people out there have, actually have to believe and put these things in place. So I think it was a great initiative. I think we've got a board member, certainly one, and I'm sure we've got others. But Kate Jenkins has been a real agent of change at the football club in terms of um, you know respect and responsibility, which has been a very big issue in footy uh, this week for obvious reasons. Not at our club, but. Um, you know, our watch is a really important community partnership that the footy club uh, takes very, very seriously at executive level. The players, um, I'm told, have been really enthusiastic to know more about it. Like, okay, what is, tell us about it. The language we use, the way we behave, um, you know, what, is it, what does it look like on a real, on a real life sense? To, you know, violence against women, particularly domestic violence against women. And you got to live it. you got to live it. And, you know, we're only as strong as our actions when it comes to this sort of stuff. So the club's taken it on board. I couldn't agree with you more, Bagsy. I'm so proud yeah. of the footy club. You hear the word progress bandied around a lot. And it's, it's usually applied in economic terms or in technological terms. Progress for me is how we progress as a race of people on this planet. Seriously. And that means everybody being equal. It means treating everybody the same. Now, in women in particular, have copped the wrong end of the stick historically for a long time. So, you know, this is part of progress, people. So let's get on board with that. Absolutely. And if, you know, if you want to know more about it, uh, and if, you you know, you've had issues in this, you know, if you listen to the show and you, you know, you feel like you've got some issues, then... Hey, listen, if you go to the Carlton website and seek this out, there will be only too many um, places on the website to steer you towards um, tools for your own education. Uh, and there'll be people that you can contact if you need to talk to people about uh, issues that you might be having in your own life. So that's a really important thing the club's doing. Couldn't agree. I'm glad you brought it up. Sweet. And just the initiative, uh, I don't know who brought this up, but uh, after the game, they're giving away uh, free popcorn, uh, pop and popcorn. And uh, I was freezing my nuts off at the at the G, and I came out, and I was with Fiona, and she said, oh, Dad, they're, they're hot popcorn. I said, you got me. Well, like, it was free. We just got stuck into it. And then- I knew about it. You're joking. You, mate, I had a massive What'd jacket you on. So you I stuck feel- it down your strides, did you? No, you are I- so cold. Is that what you did? You're, you're an idiot. I said, you were talking about how cold your nuts were. I thought you were going to say- I'm just you're saying that I was pants. cold, and I, know, I had some Hold hot- the butter. Yeah, I- I had some hot popcorn, <laughs> so what, but then there was packets that you could take home. Yeah, oh, I filled up my pockets. Oh, so right, they were flowing. You did, you did make a dent in the oh, between us, between yeah. us, I reckon we pulled home about forty packets. <laughs> so if anyone wants some popcorn, come <laughs> to our joints. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it. We are done and dusted for another week, folks. Brisbane next week. Uh, who Ooh, knows? Wow. Who knows? Anything could happen there. Who knows? Who Anything. <laughs> we've got a bad history there. Who knows? Oh. Uh, strap yourselves in. We'll be back one way or another. Whatever happens, we'll be back next week to have a chat about it again. Thanks for tuning in. And they will know that they've been playing against the famous old dark blues. 
Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.